Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome everybody to another week of the Weeb Weekly Podcast. We got a bit of a weird one coming out uh, today. Uh, We are having our first ever guest today. You guys know him. You guys love him. We're going to hear from him about 40 minutes. We got Zephy coming over from TikTok, biggest biggest comic book content creator out there. We got Jose calling in from a family function. Jose, yes, sir. What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm happy to bring some some spontaneity into the squad, mm-hmm. and I'll be I'll be trying to keep do my best to keep up with both things at a time. Yes, it's called multitasking, ladies and gentlemen. And we got Mizu calling in. How you doing, my guy? I'm doing fantastic. What's up, everyone? All right, so little light week, which is why we have a guest this week. Not a whole lot going on um, in terms of in terms of uh, content, um, and so we are going to be talking Bad Batch. We're going to be talking MHA, and then the biggest theme of today's episode is going to be we're all playing the devil's advocate, ladies and gentlemen. We've all found fictional protagonist or antagonist my bad uh antagonists that we agree with people who we were behind people who we were backing kind of wanted to win but unfortunately those pesky protagonists had to take the dub but before we get there gentlemen i know we're five days late here but may the fourth be with you bad batch how did we feel i i really enjoyed it i actually a little bit of an admission here uh didn't finish uh haven't finished um the uh clone wars animated series so was i a little lost at times yes absolutely Mm. but still really enjoyed it i'm sure you both have finished i know jose for sure you have what do you think i think honestly this was probably the best introduction to a star wars show we've seen i only i know we only Mm -hmm. have two but if you think about it mandalorian is coming off of the heels of the original trilogy right yep so so I think this Bad Batch episode served like multiple purposes, right? Bring people into the lore in case they didn't see uh, the five episode story arc describing the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. They gave you a, a pretty solid description of who they are, why they are different to the rest of the clones, and why their their squad is so elite. Mm-hmm. While also showing you like what is the world looking like after Order 66 is executed, wh- how the stormtroopers, rea- uh, how yeah. the change went from like clone troopers to stormtroopers, all that fun stuff. We finally mm-hmm. see it on like a global scale, not just like the per- like seeing some Jedis die. Like there's actually yeah. some context. And uh, I know we'll get into it a little bit later, but we got some massive, massive cameos uh, and uh, in what appears to be a very, very... Um, uh, star-packed series. So I'm super excited to see what you guys thought of the episode. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. We did get some important cameos. Um, Caleb was interesting. Uh, the biggest case of the voice doesn't match the body I've ever seen. Uh, he was tiny, tiny little child with a deep voice. Misa, what'd you think? Um, I didn't, I didn't mind the character. I just want to know what role does he will play in the future for the series because yeah they're still chasing him and now he's kind of like a little rogue padawan yeah so i'm just wondering what they're gonna do with that and what were your big tire like your big term thoughts on the episode honestly i love the fact that we're getting it from a perspective of the clone troopers Uh because the last time i seen something done like that was um 
what was the battle battlefront 2 and back mm. in like playstation xbox yeah, yeah one, no, like about, xbox yeah. And, mm-hmm. and i like the narration because we played as clones yeah. and we heard, heard from the clone perspective so i thought it was interesting that we're getting a show centered around these clone troopers yeah. and not only just that but they're clone troopers whose um chip didn't go off during order 66 so mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting yeah, no, it is. I mean, it was because I remember, first off, Battlefield 2 and Battlefield 1, some of the greatest shooters ever created. I feel like that was the golden eye of our generation. You know, uh, like there was no more. I think Battlefield 2 is when they originally introduced the Jedi um, that you could unlock and you were unstoppable. Oh, my God, you were a killing machine. God, that game was so much fun. But yeah, no, I, I think it is a really interesting per, uh, perspective because and what we are saying that their chips didn't go off. Some of them actually did, you know, um, I believe Crosshair was his name. Crosshair's chip is is like he, he, it's a very interesting look into like following orders, you know, like because he's like, we have to be good soldiers. Like we understand that the clones have been programmed to kill all of the Jedi, but we don't necessarily know. We never knew what the driving force was, what the motivation in Order 66 was. And now we know it's just that they've been programmed to be the perfect soldier and the perfect soldier, like how we talked about with U.S. agent is someone who pays attention and listens to listens to orders at any given moment, regardless of what those orders are. So yeah, I thought that was a really, a really cool look behind the curtain into or into Order 66. And I actually think it was actually kind of cool getting to see a couple of Jedi that we didn't know. You know, um, the Jedi, the Jedi that dies, the commander that dies in the very beginning, that's not something that's not somebody that we knew. But yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was really cool that they're like they've all been genetically modified to be to be superior soldiers and i thought that was cool but like why aren't they doing more of that jose i'm sure you know so so the thing with the bad batch is they were they were not chemically but they were like genetically engineered to be super clones basically with with Mm -hmm. special abilities that's that's what the bad batch is uh and we saw them in a five episode uh arc in clone wars season five i think it was or season i don't know if it was season five but they're they're yeah season seven uh so basically the the, the, the big thing the big thing about why were there why weren't there more these were experimental clones as the people yeah. from Camino mentioned like these were experimental clones they didn't know what the effects were going to be in terms of having them genetically engineered and as echo mentioned some of them like just di- didn't have the ship go off because they had like brain damage from like battle yeah. uh, or, or or anything like that so I really like how they introduced each of the characters with their each specific ability and made them shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm super excited that there's only like five or six, including Omega, which is the the little girl that we we saw on the sh- girl or boy. I, I girl, think it's a girl. I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a girl. But like, uh, I, I'm I'm happy that they're expanding the possibility of there of there being more. Yeah. Because as we saw, uh, Grand Moff Tarkin made an appearance. I'm trying to like avoid the spoilers for my my cousins because they haven't seen the episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, Gr- Grand Moff Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin uh, is is trying to basically as- assemble the Death Squad, and we saw Crosshair become a Death Trooper. So yeah. that's like that that was that was the biggest thing. Like how how are the is this elite squadron of soldiers going to impact the rest of the Star Wars world, and how does their inevitable demise come? Because like I don't think it's Crosshair, I don't think it's Crosshair in uh, Rogue One. Well, Rogue One was it Rogue? No. No, no, no. Yeah, would it be Rogue Troopers? One? No, I believe that. Yeah. I believe it is Rogue One that you're talking about with the Death Troopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But like, I'm trying to think. Like, would he live long enough to become a Death Trooper? Like one of those in Death Troopers? Rogue One. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know but the yeah, lifespan like, of your average clone. 
Yeah, but like they they're pretty old. I, at least from uh, I think it's they they stop. It's not like Omni Man. Like they age slower yeah, yeah. once they hit yeah, a certain exactly. age. They but but regularly. but I'm super excited to see what the clones uh, mean in the grander scale of Star Wars. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was really interesting that it really came down to brass tacks. Uh, like I so so I wrote down. I was like, the comedians aren't programmed, so are they just bad people? Like it was like like Order sixty six didn't manipulate their brains, you know. Like Order sixty six was was just un, like it was just it was a financial incentive for them. Like they're just arguably bad people, and so and so it was interesting to see um, with with the way that the empire is being formed, or we're seeing it in its nascency, and and we're seeing that that they're trying to cut costs. They built like three Death Stars and you're trying to cut costs and they do the training exercise, which was sick. And we'll get into it in a second because I have a couple questions here actually, but they're showing like, like, and this has been known for a long time that the clones are far superior to the stormtroopers, far superior. But like, so are they wearing Beskar? Are the, are the, is the Bad Batch, are they wearing Beskar? I don't, uh, th- do you want to cover Yeah, you, you can cover this, Misu. I was gonna say um two things. One, I don't think no, they're not wearing Bastar because if they did, um when uh the big one, the big one got yeah. shot, it wouldn't have uh, really affected him. Yeah. To a point where so it plus it would have actually would have bounced off of him if yeah. he was wearing Bastar. Um secondly, with the whole cost thing, I find that funny because um one, well, in the for those who don't know, there are comic books for Star Wars that kind of continue within the story. Mm-hmm. And they actually go. said that um it was the emperor who kept pushing for the de- the Death Star to be be created. Yeah, Grandma Tarkin, um, Vader, even Vader, and some other higher ups in his um, inner circle all told him no. Yeah, and they're just like, "This is gonna be a waste of money trying to build this giant, you know, killing machine." Show mm-hmm. it may seem cool, but it's gonna you know, cost us resources and who knows what flaws they are. And it's exactly. so funny that there are so many like higher ups in his corner that kept telling him that the Death Star is just a bad idea. But they, the they tried it three times. Mm-hmm. They just wouldn't stop. Nope. And then the part I also love is that when he talked, when t- Grandma Tarkin talked about um how they're trying to cut costs, it also explains why, huh, that's no wonder the stormtroopers are so crap yeah. at shooting and, you know, doing their job because they exactly. got regular people and that's super soldiers. They, they literally just pull people off the street. Like, you have the greatest warrior of all time. You have, like, 20,000 clones of him. Like, they're like, oh, we need to cut costs. But, like, you're seeing a team of five of them who have been genetically modified, albeit they're not the regs. But, like, took on, like, with blaster rifles, took on, like, seriously deadly training dummies. And, like, my question is, why I asked if it was Beskar, was because, like, we see clone troopers and we see stormtroopers get hit in the leg. And they're just, they're just out. They're out. Big guy tanked two shots. And I was like, is the armor, is the armor starting to do things? Are we actually seeing the armor be armor now? Like what's going on here, Jose? So I think when, when I, you're referring to Wrecker, right? Wrecker yeah, Wrecker the, gets the shot twice. Yeah, I think that might be like a byproduct of just like, just better armor in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think it's. I think it's pretty safe to say that they, they they use they're using this show as an explanation for why the stormtroopers themselves are so shitty. Yeah. So we saw like it's basically bad quality control for the clone, for the exactly. clones, yeah uh, on the on the empires uh, on the empires end. But I think the um, 
the big thing is that like obviously these clones are meant to withstand a lot more than the than the regs are, mm-hmm. and we've seen we've seen uh, genetically modified individuals in the Star Wars universe uh, be able to tank some shit that like would would would, would destroy any other regular human or foot uh, human or foot soldier. Yeah, uh, and like uh, I, I remember. I remember watching something in the sequel trilogy. I think Finn got hit with with a blow, or I I, I think I saw uh, in one of the battles like Han Solo sh- shot like one stormtrooper that like tried to like faint that he was like gonna get up again. So mm-hmm. I was like, how how like wh- when do you t- when do you toe the line between like being cannon fodder and being like uh, Goro from Mortal Kombat? Exactly. <laughs> so like, yeah. So so. So yeah, durability has been durability and accuracy have been explained canonically. Finally, thank you, yeah, uh, right. Disney. Um, and I'm super excited because like they, they 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 can literally do whatever they want with the show. Oh yeah. And, uh, as I as I mentioned, like big picture and like my TikTok, my three biggest like take uh, not takeaways, but my three biggest like uh, like wishes or my watch uh, my, my my wish list for the mm-hmm. show is I want to see uh, uh, Rex and Cody have like a an altercation or 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 or, or or come to an understanding based on order 66 rex and cody well does uh, rex does rex is he defected from order 66 as well because like i said i haven't finished clone i've been clone wars like does well, rex not listen it's complicated because he protects ahsoka like he, okay. protects, he basically he, he he's 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 like yeah mizu mizu can come in and explain this but like i think i think co- exploring the cody and rex dynamic would be would be worthwhile Okay, Misu, what do you what? So, 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 is he defective from Order Sixty Six or? Um, so pretty much, out of the the main cast of clones that we get attached to, such as Rex, Cody, um, Fives, and all of them, mm-hmm. I believe Cody is the only one who follows through with Order Sixty Six because he didn't get okay. his um chip removed. Yeah. While the rest of them. Um, I think at some point removed their chip because we see them in the show Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, um, and Star Wars Rebels is based right after um, Episode Four. So, and we see them, and we see the three of them: um, Rex, um, not Five, who is like just two others, mm-hmm. and those three are together in their own little little unit, trying to you know help people out as they travel in this um, one of their old tank. Um, tanks that they use back in oh, the Clone yeah. Wars. Yeah, yeah, so, the floating ones. The floating, like, beige ones. Yeah. No, those are okay. like the walking one. I forgot what it's called. Oh, those are sick. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Also, also Battlefield. It's all Battlefield to me. Um, see, see, that's great. Uh, and, and it is cool that, like, like you said, we are finally getting accuracy and durability, like, canonically explained why the clone troopers are better. Uh, my, my thing is, and, and since we are talking like Bad Batch, we're talking the genetic variants. So Omega, Omega is, is her, is her genetic variant just girl? Like it, was it just, it, was it just this, this switch in X and a Y? I'm not gonna lie. I've never, until the show, I've never heard of Omega. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm assuming it's a created character for the show. Yeah. And I don't know. We just got to see what she can do. I mean, already from the start, she never, she said she never shot. Uh, a blaster before but she, was she was able to deadly do accurate. that. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So we're just yeah, going to have to wait and see. 
Yeah, Omega. I think Omega is a new character for the show. And sorry, my, my connection went out for a second there. But okay. yeah, I think Omega o- Omega is uh, a new character for the for the series, at least in my, in my understanding. Uh, and it's re- and it's really exciting to see. Like, are they going to raise her like a typical uh, clone trooper or stormtrooper? Are they going to like just take advantage of her sharpshooting skills and try to replace crosshairs with her? Uh, I, I, I think. I, I, yeah, I think I think they could take it uh, like uh, in a lot of other ways. I want to see Ahsoka. That's the other thing for my wish list. That uh, at some point I want to see Ahsoka come in and like do something. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, stop the the uh, one of the clones from making a bad decision. Um, and then uh, I want to see the physical transformation, bro. Like I w- I want to see them put the stormtrooper helmets on like the the like the children oh, on, or whoever or whoever yeah. they take. Yeah. Like the physical okay. transformation between clones and like you're part of the army now. Like they give you the stormtrooper helmet. Like I want to see that because yeah. like because if, if you think about it, like in episode four, five, and six, it, uh, they tried to redeem it a little bit with the sequels with like the H eight eight TR eight R with like the, the them being like highly skilled in combat. Like they're basically cannon fodder and they're like dumb. They like, yeah. they basically just serve as like <laughs> the foot soldier. They but just like, they're, not, they're not a good Russians one. on the East Front. There's just throw yeah. the bodies. But the sequel set the president that these people are like highly trained and they follow orders. So like yeah. I, I want to see the physical transformation of them being like, no, you're like you're not you're not you're no longer part of Alderaan. You're like a stormtrooper now. Yeah. So like it, it makes it, it, I I, I want to see that. I'm excited for that. So 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 you said that we have range to go anywhere with these characters. That's because we don't see these. This is the only time we've seen these characters, right? So canonically, they're probably ending yeah. the show, right? They they could they could pull a Rogue One and just kill him off. I think uh-huh. I think since there's a time gap, because like if you think about it, like while we watch the batch, while we were watching the that the bad batch, General Kenobi is killing uh, Grievous. Uh, mm-hmm. They they say that like uh, Utapau has been seized. They so so like during. Ep- Bad Batch episode one is the events of uh, Ep- Revenge of the Sith are happening. Yeah. So there's li- they ha- they literally have thirty years of lore that they can explore before Darth Vader finds a uh, Princess Leia. Okay. So so out yeah. out there somewhere during this episode, Obi Wan Kenobi is going hello there. Yeah. yeah. Out there, Obi Wan Kenobi is out there with Luke Skywalker, which yes. is another big thing that we could talk about. But oh. yeah. <laughs> how i wish but yeah no, no but I, I want him in kenobi i want him in kenobi i don't want luke skywalker animated i want like i want him in kenobi that's what i want <laughs> do you want do you want hayden christensen coming back is the real question oh a, a billion percent a billion okay. percent i'm a huge i'm a huge i'm a huge hayden christian advocate and i'd love to see what you what you guys like think about the the character because hayden hayden has done that man like that character justice for years and mm-hmm. I, I i am of the i am of the belief that like it, it it was basically a passion project for George Lucas, but he kind of messed up with the script. Like it's 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 well known. It's yeah. well known. And even yeah. like uh, uh, Gary Kurtz, who produced the first Star Wars, he said that like, look, as 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 uh, Star Wars started gaining popularity, Lucas changed the way that he wrote the movies, and that's a, that's a fact. Like that's yeah. a, that's a, a documented fact. So uh, I want to see how Filoni, who's been like basically trained under the like under the wing of 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 George Lucas. Takes the uh, takes the, the the mantle and basically reforms the lore of these characters with good writing, good storytelling, uh, and good animation. Yeah, no, it would be it would be sick. I mean, it's kind of funny that I, this 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 flip on the sequels has happened over the years. You know, it, it went it was like everyone shat on Hayden Christensen, and then everyone went back and they realized that the movies are awesome, 
and that they're a lot of fun and have some of the best lightsaber fights of all time. Uh, and and that Hayden Christensen actually delivers a good a good acting job with just the most horrendously written script of all time in three. Like, if you are not with me, then you are my enemy. No shit. Like, we're like, no, no shit, George. What are we what are we talking about here? Like, again, like it's, there's some lines in there that are so poorly written that they're iconic. So I also, I also would adore to see Hayden Christensen back and reprise that role. What about you, Mizu? I definitely agree. I felt like he was, he is actually a very good actor. He just was giving poor, a poor script, Mm -hmm. a poor, like very, like, yeah, very weird lines that just didn't make sense. Uh, Especially if he he can, if he was given the lines that were given to Anakin in the Clone Wars, the actual TV show, because I think that's one of the saving graces for the Clone Wars to me is the Clone Wars TV show. It's really good. Because it showed more of Anakin and him being not a, not really a weirdo per se in the yeah. movie world, bit. yeah, not just like this oddball who just yells or like it's just like it's just like on two sides of the spectrum, very very weird. Um, Definitely. My my last thought on Bad Batch is that Crosshair is a bitch, but I know he's going to redeem himself at some point. In the in some point throughout the series, Crosshair is going to like it's going to be like they're backed into a corner. And then Crosshair hits a shot from half a mile away, and they clear out. That 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 makes sense, at least for I, I I think so. I don't think, or or they could make it a sort of like a General Kenobi a Darth Maul situation, where like he becomes like the mortal enemy of the squad, being mm. like the Death Trooper. Like so he's always hunting like, them. Yeah, yeah, like he's like the hunter trying to like get back at his friends. Because like that's if, that's the, yeah ah yeah. What if he became there? What if he became? What if he became the leader of the Dev Troopers? Dev yeah, Troopers, he them down. That would That'd be, be pretty cool. dope. That would be pretty oh dope. That would oh be God. cool. I'm good. I'm good with my batch. Cool. All right, then you and me, Mizu, we got to talk another episode of MHA. And all right, I, I, before we get into it, before we get into it, I want to I wanna do a, a quick little preface here. Have we always reviewed the entire season at the beginning of every episode? Or is that new to this season? Because it's every time it happens, I'm like, is, are we are we pressed on manga chapters here? What's happening? Why are we burning a minute and a half at the, before like we even do the intro? What are we doing here? I honestly, I honestly don't know what the anime is doing, mm-hmm. but it all depends on how many episodes they're going to be putting in this season. Yeah, because I believe last season was it like 20, 25, something like that, mm-hmm. roughly around thirty episodes of last for season three of My Hero. Honestly, it all depends on how much. Because if they're cutting them out like this. I'm I'm hoping it I'm hoping that they're just doing that because they have more episodes to to put out. I hope they're not trying yeah. to drag it out for other reasons. For or maybe there's something sake. That's going Yeah, or maybe there's something going on in the background that we might not know. You know, COVID, mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're just like trying I was thinking because I was like, if you save a minute and a half on each episode, I was like, that's a whole episode you can cut off. You know, like at the end of a 24 episode like season. I was like, you cut a minute off each episode. That's that's 24 minutes. You don't have to animate. But getting in to the actual episode itself that team that 1a team is it's almost kind of unfair for the tail guy that the rest of his team is so good it's 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 like it was it was Todoroki uh arms guy I I'm so bad for these names uh Todoroki arms guy and then who's the last one on that team besides tail man it was so yeah we had Shoto we had Ojuro Oh, um, wow, you know, you know the guy. 
that's the tail. That's the tails, dude. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. the arms guy. I don't remember. Right I don't remember who the fourth person is. Anyways, regardless, tail guy is 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 put in a very oh, unfortunate. Ida. Ida, yes, Ida, who got third in in the actual the school tournament. Like, so you have the guy who won and the guy who got third, and then like probably the best like support that one A has, and then a dude whose quirk is having a tail, which is worse than your quirk being you are a frog like like that is, is, is so so that was that was terrible but outside of those those very very surface level thoughts what do you think of the episode um all i know is that besides his strength you can't depend on tetsu tetsu my no. man is just doing his own thing i'm like what are you doing like yeah there's a plan to these kinds of things yeah you're just out here smashing stuff giving away our position yep but it kind of um, worked but it kind of worked it didn't work they, yeah because they already knew, because I like how Shota them already knew that, okay, this is going to be a hands-on, hands-on, straight gotta make fight. It a, no, gotta make it no a street strategy. Fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no strategy, no planning. We're just going to have to fight these guys, like, straight up. My thing with Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is that his quirk is steel, but he has the chemical sign for iron on his mask, and it makes me angry. Because, like, all right, it, it, so, so, for those of you who don't know, I'm a scientist, um, but... But so iron, iron is off steel. Obviously, makes iron. It's it's what you what happens when you add iron in in carbon. But like I if I don't know if there's carbon on the other side. But the fact that it's the chemical sign for iron makes me a little upset. But yeah, no, you're right. Like he like, but he is one of the characters from One B that we actually know. You know, um, and we got introduced to some characters that we didn't really know that I thought were actually really really cool. Um, like the Soften dude, who for some reason yes. was speaking in in English um he so he the reason he did that is because the girl with the horns is an actual foreign exchange student from mm. america oh and, okay because you notice that if you listen to her talk her yeah. japanese is awful like you can her i don't think i noticed her, that yes you listen to her japanese because she's a she's a she's american she speaks english and her japanese just sounds pretty bad and they did that on purpose so you think they got why, an american um, yeah, do you think they got an American VA to like read Japanese phonetically to do that, or I don't know, but I thought it was very interesting how they did give her broken Japanese on purpose to show that she's an American. I love and, that, and I love how the softened dude was just like, yeah, speaking in English for her yeah. kind of in a way. Okay, so that's why that happened. Okay, that's awesome. But like, so he was he was a really cool character, and I wrote down when I first like heard of his quirk, I was like, that's kind of useless. And then I saw how he used it, and I was like, oh, essentially, he's actually a lot like Mirio. So we saw him actually in the first, like, in the, the sports festival in the uh -huh. beginning when they're doing that whole three-team, trying to get the, the bands. Mm -hmm. And he used it because he slowed down a bunch of groups by moving his foot, kind of like Shoto, and made the whole part of the, the stadium, not the whole stadium, but the part of the ground where they were running soft. Soft, and they were all yeah. Stuck. Yeah. And like that, that is like, if you can make anything essentially quicksand, like you're going to, you're going to be very, very powerful. And then if you could harden it subsequently, like once you stop using it, um, then that's like quicksand and then concrete. Like that is like, when it comes down to it, incredibly useful. So, so like that was cool. It was cool actually like getting to see it. Like, like I said, it's my favorite part of this entire arc is that we're getting to see side characters and we're getting to flesh out their, how their power scaling up. Another thing outside of the actual fight itself, though, is that we are a little a little touch in with Endeavor and they brought up his lost son again. They mentioned Toya again and how he was this close to learning prominence burn, but he had his mother's constitution. 
it has to be Dobby, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, definitely, fair. Like it's like I said, if for those who only watch the anime, if they pull a one eighty and say that um, Dobby is not Toya, then that's that's just garbage, right? Like it's gotta be him. Like, and if that's the truth, like, are we gonna see a prominence burn out of him? Is there gonna is it gonna close out with this huge? Dobby Endeavor fight and also like Endeavor I get that you're a bad dad but like if your son is in the League of Villains take care of that take care of that like I think it is really cute that they are doing the 180 on him as a father and like him being like finishing like a mission like stopping the car dude who's was his quirk just car I do not know I think it's yeah his whole quirk is kind of like kind of like What's his name? Uh, I totally forgot. But he, I think he just moves very fast with wheels, or he can yeah. turn his hands into wheels. I don't know. I, he I'm seems one note, so I really don't pay attention to do that. Do your guy. wheels like, get bigger as you grow? Like, do you start with big I, wheels? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. At first, the way they set that up, I thought that he was a hero trying to do a job, and then the dude same. in the car with the bad guy. But it was the reverse. Yeah, same. Yeah, it was so dumb. But yeah, no, I think I think they I think it is cool that they're giving Endeavor that that um that that it's that 180. He's like, I finally was able to friend Shoto. It's very 21st century father trying to reconnect with their son. I love it. Um outside of that, uh I made I made a really I made a video that actually did very well on TikTok the other day about the gyrate guy because I feel like they put a little too much emphasis on he can gyrate any part of his body. And I was like, I need you to chill. My girlfriend watches this show. I don't. I don't need her. I don't. I don't need. I don't need to measure up to this man. Please and thank you. Like, like they put too much emphasis on any part of his body. I think so. I have a whole. I used to have a series back then where I um basically talked about their quirks and what can they improve on and what can make them better and what they can do. Yeah. And for the gyrate dude, I said that he. He should make he should put drills on his hands. Or just like anything or have anything like, sharp. Or just yeah, anything sharp. Yeah. He can literally that would be pretty cool. But he would one thing that they kind people. of didn't talk about yeah. in the out, I think they might talk about it in maybe the next episode. But the dude, the gyrate dude, the, the gyrate dude also knows like martial arts in a way. He's also yeah. good at hand to hand combat. And he's gonna give um Ojiro the tail boy a run for his money. He was he was he was on he was on his back feet. He was he was moving backwards all the time. And that's Ojiro's whole thing is martial arts, like hand to hand combat. Like they were like, we need to get him up close because he's a martial artist. You know, like dude, the dude's always wearing a not a kimono, but like a karate, like a karate like thing. You know, he's wearing um, a, a a gi, a gi, yeah, something like that. Oh, we actually got we got Zep waiting in the uh, in the waiting room here. So you want to do Mongol with Mizu, and then since Jose is. Since Jose is chilling out there, um, we can do catching up next week. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, the only, the, the, I, I mean, I can do catching up real quick. I, I watched the first episode and a half of uh, My Hero Academia, and I'm super excited. Oh, uh, super! Yeah, I saw. I, I saw. I, I, I like the explanation of how the quirks came into existence. It's not like a, a meteor came into Earth. At least from what they explained it, I know that there's probably going to be some plot twists along the along the way. But basically, they just like sprouted out of nowhere, and like like after thirty or so some years, like. The, yeah, so the entire society, the entire society is a superhero society. I'm like, uh, can I sign up now, please? Can yeah, I get my quirk now? We'll get an next. We're actually, we're, so me and me and Mizu are at the part where we're starting okay. to close in on what like what happened and how it happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the, one one of the big things that I was like not confusing but like interesting to me is that like I was 
Well, I was I was watching it subbed, uh-huh. uh, which also my it's, it's also my first anime starting from sub like like at the jump. Okay, uh, but like. It was weird because, like, for example, in the first episode, they referred to Deku as Deku, but like the name is different. It starts with an I. So I was like, "What the fuck? Like, does he Either have a door. different like? Do- yeah, so like, yes. does he have like two names?" And I'm like, "Obviously, they're gonna explain it. I know, but like, I was like, the fuck." So I, I, th- that was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm right now. I'm doing uh, MHA. Uh, I'm reading uh, Kaiju Number Eight. Big recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, for me. Slow Mizu. clap, slow clap for Mizu. It is fire. It is bomb. I haven't finished it, so I won't give my full opinions on that yet. Okay. And then my plans after that is to go and start the beautiful journey, beautiful long journey that is One Piece. Whoa, 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 whoa. beautiful whoa. journey that is One Piece. Oh my god, no! Yes, I mean, I mean, I'm, okay, 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 yes, okay, okay, okay. Either, either, either watch Bleach from start to finish because I've watched arcs, but I, I remember like these the, these animes. Like I fell in love with them when I was young, but like I didn't have the means to watch it all. Like at the same, like because I would miss an episode and I'd feel like crap for like not watching it, so I wouldn't watch it for years. So it's like either rewatching Bleach from the start or starting One Piece. So you guys choose. I'll leave I'm it listen, to you guys. Listen, what's it's probably piece? more important that you watch One Piece, but dude, trust me, One you're piece. in. You're in for a ride, buddy. All right, that means you finished JJK though, right? I, I, sorry, I could I couldn't find the two episodes. Um, but I will. I will. This guy. Like, I, I mean, I know. No, I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff on the side. Yeah, yeah of, like, course, of course, I, of course. I, uh, but for the last two episodes, I will watch them before next week because I know that they're in uh, the other websites. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, I yes. know they're in, the, they're in the other website, so I will finish. I will finish it. I'll give my opinions on the final battle uh, below the bridge. So that's gonna be fun, and okay. then I'll give you my opinions on Kaiju Number Eight as I finish like the first issue. Incredible. All right, so I guess I guess we're we're wrapped on MHA. Excited for next week. Want to see the battle? I, I see no way that One A doesn't take it. Uh, it's it's a very powerful team, but I mean, come on, we're gonna have Ida and Todoroki lose here. It's just not gonna happen. My last note on it was I don't get what putting pulling the mufflers out of your calves does for you necessarily. Um, apparently that helps. Uh, it seems like he upgraded his. He got he got a he got rid of his stock exhaust and he put an aftermarket exhaust on there, like a like a nineteen ninety nine Honda Civic. Um, so so, so I guess. I guess Ida's going to be the person doing donuts in a Walmart keeping you up. But yeah, I mean, you have any last thoughts on it, Jose? Or not Jose, Mizu? Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, because like apparently, like you said, it's from his grandfather. It's a passed down thing that he, um, all the yeah. Ida's do. And I guess basically what he's saying is that when they break off his exhaust and they grow back, apparently they grow back like stronger and like faster. Like a pop. So that's what he did. Yeah. And I guess he's just a lot faster. Um, huh. Overall, I can't wait to see what else they're gonna do. I'm not gonna lie; this is gonna sound messed up, but I'm I'm kind of looking forward to Ojiro the Tailboy getting his ass whooped. Oh, he's gonna get his ass whooped, probably. Yeah, he is going to get a, a rude awakening. Yeah, from that um, gyrate kid. Because I mean, because like obviously he's trained his court to make his tail stronger and all that, but like, I mean, come on, like you, you gotta have something more multifaceted if you're gonna if you're really gonna come to like come to a battle fighting people with real quirks. Like you're gonna get your ass kicked mm-hmm. if you go against someone, and that gyrate isn't even looking crazy quirk. Like, like you said, he could be wearing claws. It could be way worse for him. Way worse. That tail could have been gone by now. Uh, all right. So, did you want to do your manga recommendation? Yes. So, the manga I have for this week is called Magic and Muscles. What is it about? Well, I'll tell you. So, here's a question for y'all: do, Are you guys fans of Harry Potter? Are y'all yes. ever got into Harry Potter? I watched so, that is movies. a hell yes, hell I watched, yes. I watched the movies. I never had the book. The books bored me. 
So, okay, so think of Harry Potter, but replace Harry Potter with a guy who has no magic ability, kind of like Asta. Okay. And solely based off of him working out, that his whole power is him working out being stronger. We got gym motivation here. Okay. Pretty much. So the main character's name is MASH, and he lives in a world kind of like in Black Clover where magic reigns supreme. Everything is magic. Magic is everything. So to the point where, unlike in Black Clover, to the point where if you are not magical in this government, they take care of you or kill you off. Okay, so we have like a like almost the fascist like like kind of like government that's like taking you out based off like your abilities or your like your looks. Pretty much, kind of. yeah. Okay, and they try to credit themselves, especially the, I think the kingdom that he is in, that they are they credit themselves for their great magic and they want to keep their magic strong by taking out all the people who don't have magic. Yeah, um, we find out that um, this random old man took in Mash, this powerless boy. And what he did was basically forced him to work out every single day. He gave him a routine and he just worked out go. his entire life. Personal trainer. And to the point where that's all he knew. So all his life, he just learned how to work out. And my man is Jack. For like JoJo, years. like JoJo Stan, like JoJo, like Joe Star. No, kind I, of thing. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say he looks super jacked, but like uh-huh. he is like, but his, his strength wise, he's, it's insane. Okay. Yeah. Um, is point, it is it Saitama level? Is it Saitama level where like he's just like better than everybody else? Also, yeah, I will say it's like he is better than everybody else. Like the fact uh-huh. that he has no okay. magic and he's using his muscles as mm. a substitute for a lack of magic. This is your this is your call. Go to the gym. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. This is your recommendation. Get in the gym. You can overcome anything with big enough pecs. <laughs> for real. And so at one point. His grandfather tells him, his father tells him not to go to the market and all that kind of stuff. Don't get involved in that kind of stuff. And the part that's also funny is that MASH has a kind of stoic personality. He has, he has one expression on his face, but he says a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. And one day he goes to the market and, of course, he gets caught up. And one of the magic police find out about him and they find out that, oh, he has no magic. But the, the police officer who catches him in a way has, I guess, a bad life. And he's just like, you know what? I'll tell you what. If like, if you can get your kid into this prestigious magic school, which is basically mm-hmm. Hogwarts in a way. Yeah. And because what if he becomes this, I forget what it's called. It's like a type of citizen. Basically, if he gets this type of reward, he can be exhumed from any punishment. He He's basically treated diplomatic like... Diplomatic immunity. Basically like diplomatic immunity. Yeah. And he can basically do whatever he wants. And he is going to use that um, ability, use that privilege to basically let people leave him alone for not having magic. Nice. However, the police officer wants the money that he gets from it. So he's just oh. like, okay, I'll tell you what. If you go into that prestigious school, you get to the top and you get that reward. Mm-hmm. Like, like you get that prestigiousness. I want the reward money that you get with it. If you okay. do that, then I won't, I won't snitch on you. Hmm. And um, of course, the seems kind of sus to me. Yeah, it seems kind of sus to me. sus, yeah. So it's just like, okay, like the father's just like, no, no, I'm, I'm not good with that. And the son's just like, no, Mash is like, yeah, I know, I'll do that. Father, we need this to, to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want people chasing after me. So I'll join this Hogwarts Lake school. So he does. And the part that's funny is that all the tests that he does, he uses his muscles to get through it. One part is where, like in Hogwarts, like in Harry mm-hmm. Potter, they have to use magic to lift up their brooms. And um, like to fly. 
to fly. Yeah, so yeah. they're like, okay, do this. Well, Mash literally hits the stumps to ground so hard that the broom lifts up in his hand to make it look like he used magic to lift up the broom. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so, hey, every, every action has an equal and opposite <laughs> reaction. For real. And he, and like I said, he uses his muscles to do everything. And this man is insane. Of course, he meets people along, along the way. He meets um, different characters, like a girl who's kind of obsessed with him. Uh-huh. He meets um, a guy who thinks that he, he meets a guy who thinks he's the main character of the manga. Oh, But doesn't awesome. realize that he is. Yeah, yeah. He's not. So he keeps pretending that he's the main character and Mash is the side character. That's funny. And I think that's pretty funny. And, oh, yeah. um, and another thing, he meets another powerful kind of Sasuke-like character who's uh-huh. very strong and powerful. Like a co-protagonist? Pretty much like a co-protagonist or you could say like a rival. He's like up, yeah. like up there and I guess in their magic world, you can tell. Another thing is you can tell who's a magic user is because they all have types of lines on their faces. Like a line. Oh, to, okay. Whether it's a line across their head, a line on near their eye, that's where you can tell who's a magic user. And Mash had no line. So that it indicated alone that he wasn't a magic user. So, of course, the police officer gave him a fake line on his eye to make him look like he was a magic user. Just, just and a, a sharpie down the side? Pretty much. It's like nice. a whole line down in his face to make him look like one. And then another thing that's crazy is that um, it's also the lines tell you how strong you are just base level. And the, his, his um, rifle has two lines. And I guess right now we know that there's three lines max. Two lines... I mean, like, like one line means you're a magic user. Two lines means you're pretty OP. Three lines means you're almost got you. You're broken. And yeah. I haven't met any three line tact, um face people yet. I only met two. All right. Oh, no, yeah. Perfect timing. My dude. What's up? The show. What's happening, y'all? Welcomes Zeph Titus here, everybody. This is our uh, first honorary guest. On the Weave Weekly, Zeph, what's going on? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Uh, I just got through giving out gifts to uh, my aunts and mom and whatnot. You know, Mother's Day and whatnot. Mother's Day. So, yep. No, call me, call me, call me, uh, call me at a good time. Call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's your mouth feeling? Uh, wisdom teeth, wisdom teeth, all, all healed up. Oh, 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 yeah. We're going back to chewing on uh, hard candy and uh, chips, so we good. Oh, oh we're lit. <laughs> we're lit. No, no more what chips, though. What, what chips though? What chips though? What chips though? What's the go-to Fritos. chip? Oh, yeah. All day. Cool Ranch or regular? Every day. Cool Ranch or regular? Uh, regular meaning nacho? Like yes, sir. The stand- yeah, nacho. Always. You got to do Tapatio. Tapatio is your only go, really. Cool Ranch is my go to. This is our guest, okay? Setting the mood. Setting the mood early, bro. So excited to have you here. Yeah, super excited to be here, man. Yeah, super stoked to have you here. Um, Loving the background, my guy. Loving the backdrop. Appreciate everything. Yeah, yeah, we got the. We got, is that uh, is that the Snyder cut right there? The Justice League in the back that there? No. Merch. no, 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 never, never. <laughs> just a regular, just got a regular Justice League poster. We got some uh, Decepticons, some old Daredevil artwork, and I think some um, DC comics. Just some random ones that shows out of the collection. Just put out there. I gotta say that merch, oh, that merch. Oh, I was gonna say that merch is looking mighty saucy for the C4, Ooh, thank baby. you, bro. Sheesh. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Good. So, I mean, since we're since we're talking DC, I mean, that's a that's a large reason of why we got you here today. Oh boy. So so Warner Brothers, and and you've made some videos about it, and and we right. we've all talked about it in our circles, and boy. 
oh boy, Warner Brothers, we've on this show actually multiple times uh, after Mortal Kombat came out, we said, can we stop giving Warner Brothers just things? Can we just can we can we just stop <laughs> having Warner Brothers have access to yeah, things? At, at this point, it's just like it's like they take it and it just turns to just a poop. Yeah. Man, so I, can't, I I can't trust them no more. They they've all lost they've lost all trust. And why would and why would you? But so so for to give some reference to the audience, basically what happened uh, this this week is we found out uh, Henry Cavill Clark Kent no more. Uh, we are now, uh, by we, we mean Warner Brothers, I guess, uh, are in the search for uh, a black Superman, whether that be Michael B. Jordan, someone else. Uh, but we're not talking Steel. We're not talking canonically black Superman. We're talking Clark Kent. It's not Henry Cavill anymore. It's 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 just it's Clark Kent. Um, and and we've all we've all taken our individual stances on it. We both all we all pretty much stand in the same place. Um, this is a classic classic excuse um a classic example of tokenism a classic example of of trying to overcompensate from past wrongs um and and what we're seeing right now at a warner brothers is just is just not great if we're being honest and and i know you've talked about it already zeph but i I, i'm sure the audience would love to hear your two cents on it oh yeah so um basically when they when it got announced i knew what i knew like immediately like they were just trying to save face yeah, especially with all the blowback from, um, you know, with the things happening with Ray Fisher and all the things mm-hmm. going on there and people, all those really top execs getting exposed mm-hmm. automatically knew. Now, I figured I, I heard about it um, a while back. They said a black Superman. So I didn't want to. And they didn't say Clark Kent at the time. Yeah. So I figured, oh, OK, so, you know, like a Velzad and Calvin Ellis movie isn't yeah. really needed right now. I'd rather y'all focus on growing your cinematic universe. But hey, mm-hmm. I mean, cool, whatever, you know, yeah. but. Uh, that recent that recent article that came out what was it the uh, Hollywood Reporter I think yeah it was yeah yeah what else? and it said now it said Clark Kent it said Kal El and I'm like when mm, mm. that don't <laughs> you yes. know that doesn't that doesn't look too right to me Same so I'll, I'll, so like off rip like out of my head I'm like yeah this is definitely yeah they're they're uh, making him a, a a tokenized character yeah pretty much they're just trying to save face so and I mean, and. And the problem with it there is, is for people who, I mean, I guess aren't familiar with the conversation or evolving around this is, is yes, there's, there's a conversation of, of having people that look like you in movies, uh, Black Panther, those kinds of things, the Eternals, like those are, those are good examples of, of having diversity and telling, telling like, like minority stories. But right. the, the, the circumstance that we're talking about here is, is tokenism is, is the, I guess the word of the podcast here is 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 making something like it's a it's a, a grab to save face it's it's hey look look what we're doing oh my god we did it look at us you know we made clark Kent black like when there is like like we, like we're saying there's steel and there's um there's Ka- or calzad calzad uh canonically like black super like superman out there that could play the role that actually have like really interesting backstories like there's um right. in, in the death of superman the animated movie um, we get a bunch of different alternative Supermans, and Steel is actually one of them. Uh, he's essentially an Iron Man character with a massive hammer. He's <laughs> incredible. Uh, like you want to make a Steel, absolutely go for that. But there's also there's stories you could be telling without po- copy and pasting. You know exactly. Uh, so it, like I think I think a lot of people um are com- are confusing the difference between tokenism and representation. Yeah, because a lot of because and then because. Uh, really the difference between behind the two is the intent mm-hmm. it's the intent so it's like um 
you know, do you actually, so it's like, you look at the uh, Captain America situation and they, they like yeah. over the, what was it? The past like two months now, they've introduced three new Captain Americas, three new legacy characters. Mm-hmm. You know, like Steve Rogers becoming an indigenous man. It's literally a, a new like yeah. character and he's taking the Captain America mantle. Right. So that's not, that's not being tokenized. That's just, that's a representation. Writing. Now, yeah. now you would think like, is it being written out? Um, you would think like off the top of your head, it's like, oh well, man, he's being tokenized, all this, all that, and then it's like, no, if little, if it takes like ten seconds to Google, you'll see he's being act- that character is actually being written by a lot of indigenous um, writers yeah. and artists and whatnot. So it's like, okay, that right there would, would be like the that's like the clear cut example how you of do what it. representation would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's I mean, it's 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 where Mulan tripped up. You know, it was. It was the Mulan live action movie got a lot of heat in the Asian community because, hey, we have all Asian actors here, but no Asian directors, no Asian writers, no Asian producers. It was it was it was a facade of like, hey, look how good we did. Um, and which is a rare, a rare miss for Disney, honestly, because we are talking. I mean, if we're talking Captain America, we're talking, I guess, Captain America and the Winter Soldier did an incredible job um, embracing a canonically true storyline, giving the shield right. to Sam, uh, making the adjustment taking those talks around race really important talks that were really interesting uh and i know mizo and jose you guys are you guys also have opinions on this i mean like uh mizo what do you think on it honestly the part i kind of found funny with this conversation i just especially after um zephy's video is that um both sides you know black fans and white fans were both upset about this but Upset for the wrong reasons. Like black fans were upset because like we saw what it was. Like it was how Zeppi said it was to save face. They got caught up for doing a lot of things that were um racist. And now they're just like, oh, we're gonna make up for it by making a black Superman. Yeah. And it it was it was not in a genuine place. Mm -hmm. Um and plus, like we've been we've been asking for other black heroes. Like for me personally, I've been waiting for John Stewart, Green Lantern. I for was literally minute. just about to say that. Yeah. Like that's like, the easiest. I've been waiting for that man to be on screen for a hot minute now. Yeah. Cause to me, he's, he's always been green. Like to me, I pick him over Hal Jordan any day. Yeah. But, um, cause he was my first Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. But, um, but then of course there were some white fans who thought that we were upset because like, oh, they just made him black and they're, they're, we're, you know, as a term, people would be using blackwashing. Oh, they're blackwashing characters. They're um, they're taking away our some people. It's not my words, but yeah, some people yeah. think we're taking away our white characters, our white, our oh, white, our white characters. Look at the universe; and, you got plenty. <laughs> like, it's, it's stuff like that. So we were both both fans are upset, but upset for the wrong reasons. That's why um, we saw Zephy made a part two saying the difference between tokenism and representation. Like, hey, just because like um, a character who is black takes the mantle of another of another character doesn't mean that it's tokenism or it's mm-hmm. being blackwashing a character. But I thought that part was interesting. But yeah, I honestly, in, in my own personal opinion, I wasn't really looking forward to a Superman film in a while right now. Um, <sighs> especially, yeah. yeah, being a black Superman, it just doesn't make sense. And right now, overall, we already know that DC um, film-wise needs to get their stuff together. They have yeah. some decent films like aquaman the, the first wonder woman uh yeah the snyder cut mm. yeah, but overall <laughs> we just kind of um we just been having issues and it's yeah it's, it's really aggravating and mind you, this is coming from though i do lean towards marvel more than i do dc yeah. i still love dc comics and dc heroes and i 
just am disappointed that they're not it's not clicking for Warner Brothers to show that hey they're trying to be like Disney so bad Marvel and the MCU so bad but don't look at the actual steps they took to get there they're just rushing everything yeah Zeph I'd be lying if I said I wasn't deadly curious about why you didn't like the Snyderverse the Snyder Cut why I, you like the Snyder Cut I yeah here's here's the thing I'm it's funny my first review on it i gave it a seven out of ten okay and that was just off rip but then uh, right so but then i hosted a watch party i i hosted like two different watch parties yeah one well not well one personally with some friends and then one with like some um some of my uh followers so i really got to get get a chance to really like kind of like analyzing whatnot yeah and I'm, 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 I, it's gone down to like a four it's oh gone, it's no gone down, it's gone down to a four for me that's solid well, well, so like while I'm glad um you know Zack Snyder got Damn. to make his um his vision and I'm glad that you know he he finally got to put that put out the movie he he wanted to and you know all the actors got their just dues yeah I, I still don't think it's a uh it's a faithful uh representation or adaptation of uh DC characters well I, I mean felt. it's uh, it's just with you know with so it's like with Marvel you know mm-hmm. they're not because like I'm not looking for comic accuracy. I'm just I wanted to feel have some fun like a it. DC movie. Yeah, yeah, of course. I wanted to feel like a DC movie. Like Marvel isn't comic accurate. Like MCU isn't comic accurate at all. Iron Man's a dick. Right. <laughs> right. Iron Man's a straight like, up. Iron Man's Iron, a straight yeah, up. Iron, Iron Man doesn't get PTSD. He deals with Johnny Walker, baby. That's what happens, bro. So like, yeah, it's it's, exactly. it's 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 kind of yeah. Exactly. So it's like, uh, it's just like with the MCU, they're not. You know they're not comic accurate, but at at the end of the day, they're still like faithful adaptations of these characters. I can still mm-hmm. look at that and say, you know what, it's different. But at the end of the day, it's at its core, it still feels like um like it still feels like Iron Man. It still feels like Cap. You know. Yeah. So it still feels like they have an idea of who these characters are and perfectly translated them onto the screen. You know, mm-hmm. they're not bar for bar, but yeah. still, like it's still that. With the Snyder Cut, it's like it's like. So it's like it's like I feel like it's fan fiction. It's just like what they it's like they think who the characters it's like who they think these characters should be. Yeah. It's like it's like they think who like it's like I don't know, Snyder has this idea of what these characters should be, and that's great. More power Mm -hmm. to him and whatnot. But it's just I don't think that's that perfectly represents what an actual what the actual actual DC characters are, like Superman, like uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Just... Well, so that's the thing. Like Superman is a Jesus figure, you know. Like Superman yeah. is like. There's my favorite Superman comic book of all time is when he takes on the seven Herculean, uh, the seven the the like the seven tasks of Hercules, you know. Uh, yeah. And it's this beautifully animated comic book. He's dying throughout the whole process because he dunked himself in uh in um oh the green stuff kryptonite. Uh, and, 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 and but like like he hears someone about to jump off a ledge you know like miles away and he takes time out of his day to fly over there and talk them off the ledge like he's the jesus figure uh and i think i think that's certainly the least faithful adaptation uh of of any of the characters is the fact that superman is this tortured figure you know like he because he is he is supposed to be the the perfect human you know yeah it's just like it's just I just find it weird because Superman's supposed to be like, like you said, like the, the the perfect representation of ourselves. Like he's like the, I guess what you say the like the physical personification of how we're supposed to, of how we how we can be better yeah. as humans. And Superman's supposed to lead us there, which is a good point Snyder did. 
Mm-hmm. It's just how he did it. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's like Superman question. Like, like he had his own, like, I guess his own um, problems with humanity. He had to work out on his own before yeah. he, you know, became the super, because apparently I, I read somewhere that uh, the, the three movies were supposed to be between Justice League and all the way back from Man of Steel was supposed to be him becoming the Superman we all know and love. Yeah. You know, the happy-go-lucky, you, yeah. you know, the, the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. group justice, the American way. But I don't know, man. It's just, you know, Superman was like that from off rip, though. Mm-hmm. The way that journey came angry. from, right, that, that yeah. whole angsty journey was when he was a, a teen in Smallville, learning, mm-hmm. you know, you know, being among humans and learning his powers and, you know, you know, learning like deep down how good humans can be. And that yeah. was when, when he officially takes that mantle, it's like he can finally become that personification of how humans can be better. So that's so that's my that's my whole problem. With yes. <laughs> so so obviously the way yeah. Warner Brothers is taking Superman isn't what you would idealize. But like if you were to sit down, you got in a room with Warner Brothers like right yeah. now and you were like, listen, like and also like, hey, Warner Brothers. Come on, one point four on TikTok. Listen, he knows what the people want. He reads, now, he like, reads the comments, Warner Brothers. Exactly, uh, exactly. But so you get in a room with these with these old grumpy these old grumpy men who think they know comics. What? Where do you want Superman to go? What story do you want to hear? What What do you want out of the DCU? I know. I think. Um. I'd, I'd look back. I think Kevin Feige said this too. I'd, I'd look back at the Christopher Donner movies, mm-hmm. and then because I think um, Christopher Donner movies just that 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 symbol of hope, you know. Yeah. It's just Eddie. All these past, like the only real movie where Superman is is that symbol is in those movies. Yeah, or at least the first two. At least I don't know about the three. Is that where he flies around the sun? Uh, the flies around the earth. And yeah, it's time. It's just yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. That's how what time I, works. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Course. Time yeah, yeah. in the seventies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of acid back then. We will we'll leave that one to them. Right. This is people are supposed to look at like people should come out of a Superman movie feeling like just like good. Like it should make you feel I'm good. Help, I'm gonna help feel... an old lady cross the street today. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It should, it should. I don't know. It's just I, I feel like. I think the main theme would be, you know, how humanity could be better. And yeah, you know, villains like um like like Lex Luthor or uh um, Brainiac. Like Brainiac, right. Yeah. They constantly try to, you know, show him, you know, like, okay, maybe humanity's still flawed, but you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day we can still all be better. So, you know, I just want to see like a hopeful like 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 I guess you could say the uh the chipperness of a of a uh what's his name, Christopher Donner movie. Yep. But the with the action of a Zack Snyder movie, like is that is that like if we could just take the best parts, the get rid of the blue, the blue right. tint, like just right. put color back in the movie would be exactly. nice. Exactly, Superman is a vibrant character. It's yes. not some just some you know you don't you don't wash a blue tint over that man. That's it's supposed to be bright, bright and vibrant. Yeah, that's his whole you know that's his whole you know shtick. So it's like, but yeah, that's how um that's what that's what I would say because I think a lot of the Superman movies over the years have done done a lot of good things i think uh-huh. there's a lot you can take from that it's just i don't know it could be better for sure all right Jose, what do you just, it could, it's good i was I, was I was gonna think because like i i wanted to hear Seppi's opinion on this and on of you guys like maybe they could take the uh the approach to like if you know if, if they don't want to go full happy go lucky from the beginning make it a, a journey right but i would i, I would think Everybody knows that Darkseid is my boy. Just everything that he stands Big for. Big time Darkseid fanboy. And, and yeah, and no, and and just like the the way that he approaches being a villain, it's just like 
he's a force of nature more than just like looking for something. He just wants to control all like all life basically and just oh, yeah. find anti-life. But like I think and I wanted to see what you guys thought. Why don't we use Brainiac? Why don't we use Brainiac, which one of who's who's one of like the bigger villains for 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 Superman, to to try to express that duality? Like these people are fodder. Like these people are are one of millions of planets that are civilized. Like why do you care about the human Superman? It's like because they represent so much, and because they've taught me how to be like a superhero, because they've taught me what it means to be a human and a Kryptonian. And I think Brainiac, if done well, because I know how Warner Brothers did Lex Luthor and. Jeez, I don't want. I don't even want to go there. But like, if if you, Jesse do, I think Eisenberg plays Brainiac. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see what you guys think because like, I think Brainiac would be a perfect uh, way to introduce this like duality of like, the, the, like uh, what what I what I think I'm calling like the Omni Man uh, effect of yeah. like being like you're a god amongst ants. Like, so I don't know what. Well, what do we'll you guys be think? here in 500 years, Mark Zap? You're our guest. You know what they say? Guest first, okay. please. Okay, Mark. <laughs> Thank Mark. Thank but, you. Uh, but no, I completely agree because Brainiac is that kind of character because he literally doesn't give a crap about nobody. If you have some sort of something about you that makes you like super unique, he will bottle you up in a second and then study you for years on end without yep. no like no repercussion and whatnot. And it's just like, um, yeah, I have I I like 100 agree with Jose on that one. I think Brainy, I could really, um, really show, or I guess start the discussion of how, um, you know, humans don't, you know, humans are like these fire creatures. Like, let me collect, let me collect them, let me, let yeah. me collect them, follow them up, let me put them in a glass them. case. Exactly, it's like they're doing more harm than damage to this planet anyway. I'm yeah, doing exactly. you a favor. Yeah, and they're not helping. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, from the animated movies alone, we have so much content with Brainiac. Uh, we have this whole, the whole, oh my god, where, where, um where uh clark uses heat vision to basically like nullify like just like brain dead brainiac because brainiac's in a kid's body there's so many good like if i if i was in a room with warner brothers i would say sit down and watch your own animated universe dark side apocalypse war that was one of the best movies i've watched in many years many years watching shazam get pulled in half was incredible i think the thing is i think that was what snyder was calling for was the grittiness of the animated movies but like it's just you you're saying because it was fan fiction because those are or more true and and truer to like what you know we see in the comic book so like i said you have this treasure trove of of content that you already have made just put handsome people in suits and just read out the animated. See, like you just read. It's really out not the that hard. Strip. It's not that hard at all. Yeah, that's all you have to do. But yeah, okay, cool. Um, we know now. And then I think I think um actually you know because we were talking Invincible. I I would be damned if I didn't get your thoughts on it. This was it oh. ended it ended two weeks ago or one week ago. I don't know. Time time doesn't exist. I think, a week, I think I think it, I think it. Yeah, I would be I would be remiss if I didn't hear your thoughts on that finale. Oh, 10 out of 10. Okay, um, good, good. Uh, it was ooh, it was a slaughter. It was de- it was definitely a slaughter. Like that whole um the tr- like the train scene. <laughs> we talked think- about it at length. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I just love how it like just shows like um how I how just fodder the universe is to like, yeah. people like Superman. Mm-hmm. Like Martian Manhunter, they could just sit, stand in front of a train and go right through it, yep. and just millions of people die. Just or like with the slap of their hand, 
you know, Mark flying through a building, it falling, like, like holding, I don't think holding people, the girl. Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like you know, I don't think a lot of superhero movies like that, like really like took took a chance to look at like the actual casualties yeah. of, a, of a superhero fight. You know, we're seeing it in the audience, it's like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, they're just punching, kicking, flying everywhere. Yeah, like that one punch just knocked out like a hundred, like just killed a hundred thousand people. You know, <laughs> what's funny is DC is actually one of the few movies that actually did something about it. Batman versus Superman. The reason Batman wants to fight Superman is because when he was fighting Zod, he was like, "You killed hundreds of thousands <laughs> of people." I, I, I did, I did like that. Re- I did like, I did like that. How that was his reasoning. It was a, I think yeah. that was pretty valid. What do you yeah. think of Mizu? I saw you on mute. Um, I, I was going to say that that is also very true, but you can also make the argument that um, in the MCU, they did a little bit of that in um, Civil War. They brought up when, um, when, uh, Zemo, what's his name? Um, Zemo? Not Zemo, not Zemo. Um, the general who, who chased after Hulk. What's his name? Uh, Thunderbolt? Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. So when Thunderbolt Ross show them all the pictures and videos of what they did. Like, oh yeah, remember that day you guys saved New York from the Chitari? Well, mm-hmm. look at the Hulk. Here's Hulk's green ass dropping debris, hurting people yeah. and stuff like dropping that. Buildings. Oh, dropping buildings. Dropping buildings. This is what happened over here. And of course, you know, Sokovia being a whole city in the entire air being dropped back into, on Earth, yep. killing tons of people. Literally, even Zemo said in Captain, um, Captain America, Falcon, the Soldier, that yeah, he has no country anymore. Sokovia pretty much doesn't exist anymore, which is crazy. And oh, go ahead, Zach. Oh no, I was just going to add like a little bit. It's, it's kind of crazy how they just mentioned like yeah, Sokovia is just gone. But yeah. anyway, on to uh, giving change the map shoot. for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's just another Slavia now. It's just yeah, right. it's Yugoslavia just picked it up nonchalantly. Like oh yeah, I used to be a prince and all that stuff, but you know my country's gone. But anyway, you deleted um, it. I'm not bitter or nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I'm not upset. But yeah, no, we we were all talking about like yes, Mark flailing through the train and just deleting people on accident. Like it was it was truly incredible, and we were all very very excited. Um, and we're just all super excited for season two and three because it got renewed. I think I think I think we I think we put enough dirt on Warner Brothers' name. I don't think we're ever going to get in a room with those executives after this podcast. But oh yeah, <laughs> while we're putting dirt on our stock. I think it's about time we start discussing which antagonist throughout comic book, anime, co- cartoon history you agree with. This is something that that we proposed last week because because we're in a little bit of a content lull here. We have uh, we have MHA, we got we got Bad, Bad Batch. What are what are you watching right now, Zeph? I'm kind of curious. Uh, right now, um, I'm not watching much. I am watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm, 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 I'm on episode 19. I'm almost, I'm almost done actually. Yeah. I got to catch up on my hero academia because I missed the last season. So yep. after that, that's I got to catch up on that. And that's the plan for right now. So how do you like it? How do you like JJ? I love it. You know what? It's funny. Cause it's like, it doesn't do a lot of stuff new. No, it doesn't, but it does it so well. Well animated. Good character development. Exactly. Nice magic power scaling. Yep. Like, it's perfect. It's perfect. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. it's like everything I want uh-huh. in, a, in, a, in an anime, man. You know, it's just, I don't, I, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird to explain it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's it has just, one of the rarest things in anime as well. Well-written female characters. Like, mm-hmm. you, you will, you, you'll catch up. Um, Jose hasn't seen it either. 
uh, the last fight in the show, you will you will understand where I'm coming from. But it is it is incredible. Okay, antagonist. I'm gonna go first because I've been thinking about this one for a long time. I've been squatting on this take for a while, and this, as as a Naruto anime content creator, this one is not gonna surprise a lot of people. But one antagonist that I agree with, gentlemen and gentlemen, is Madara Uchiha. Okay, we've all seen Naruto, I'm sure. And sure, sure. Could you make could you make the argument that Madara Uchiha was trying to enforce a police state? Absolutely, absolutely, you could. But at the same time, tell me. After watching some of those infinite Tsukiyomi dreams, Naruto, Naruto gets to go back. His parents are alive. That seems incredible. Ten-Ten's useful, okay? Ten-Ten gets the, the validation of everyone. She gets more screen time than anyone else in the history, like it throughout, or anyone, like any time throughout the show. Uh, she got more screen time than, than the swing for once in her life. Listen, Madara Uchiha, at the, at the base, at the fundament of his argument, just wanted people to be happy. And you could say, listen, a lot of madmen, a lot of madmen started that way, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. You could say most madmen have started that way, Nick. They just wanted people to be happy. They were looking for a utopia. Of course they were. Of course they were. But listen, now you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Why? Because you're wrapped up in a tree. Okay. All right. 20,000, you know, 20,000 people that just died in the war you were just fighting. Guess what? They're back. Neji, back. All right. He, and, and listen, listen, I also I also sit on the theory that maybe Infinite Tsukiyomi was never broken because technically, if you consider Boruto not canon to the existence of Naruto, everything that happened would have been Naruto's dream. Sasuke comes back, marries Hinata, has a son, you know, becomes Okage. Where did I miss? Where did I miss you? OK, that's what I'm saying. So listen, if you want to put me in a dream state for the rest of my life where I get everything I've ever wanted and I don't have to lift a finger. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sign up. That's the thing. Full war arc. I was sitting there and I was like, I just, I wouldn't be fighting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be fighting. I would, I'm not saying I would be a moderate or Obito's side, but I don't know. I don't know if I'd be directly opposed to this. But then again, I'd probably be one of the fodder that got a paper bomb taped to his chest in, in the first 30 seconds of the fight. All right. I've done my two cents. Zappy, who are you thinking? Okay. So uh, really easy. Uh, what's his name? The uh, Was it the subterranean people from One Punch Man? Oh, or, or I guess it's, yes. I guess it's, a, it's like a multitude of people. Like I, I think a vaccine man, yeah, uh, DC yep. King, subterranean people. Because let's, let's be honest, humans suck. <laughs> we are. What, what they say we have like I think it's not long. I think almost like a, like a decade and some change before yep. the damage to the planet is permanent. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it's only a matter. Of, like I don't blame the planet for unleashing this just this this overpowered monstrous beast to take out right by a city because honestly it's just like i mean i mean, I, I can't blame i i, I honestly i, it's I can't a, a blame. city is a representation of everything they hate also another right. example of that hanabi from jjk from where hanabi from jjk the, the, the hanabi, hanabi. The, oh, oh shoot yeah, oh, oh, i'm with sorry wrapped up yeah you got it oh right 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 yeah yeah, yeah so it's just <laughs> Go oh, off sorry, it. go ahead. No, keep going. Go <laughs> off okay. okay. So, yeah. So, I just, um, yeah. So, it's just, I, I feel like it's only a matter of time. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I have this weird theory that I don't know the, because it's like uh, similar to like Godzilla and King Kong. Mm-hmm. You know, how these, how these, how those monsters came back up and uh, we just started forces. like balancing forces and all this, yeah. like life started to come back everywhere. So, it's just like, who I don't know if we're gonna get vaccine man or Godzilla, bro. But like, <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. like it's like what Thanos says. You know, everything balances itself out eventually. 
So I mean, I'd rather have, I'd rather have get like vaccine man or Godzilla than just have the, like the whole world flood. So, I mean, I, I'd rather yeah. play that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd much rather so, like get a get a minute to like maybe fight against it, you know. Like exactly. ultimately I'm getting wrecked, but like the whole exactly. way down is gonna be fun. So that's so, what I'm so, saying. So what are you are you predicting that we're gonna so so this is it official the Weeb Weekly um official. prediction, yep. guys. The world will end by mole men that come out of the earth. Zeph predicted yep. it. That's yep. listen, right I here. Actually, of course, here Zephy I am. 2021. <laughs> here I am being like, listen. <laughs> A dream state where I don't have to do anything, and you're like, the Earth is dying, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> clearly my moral compass is in the wrong direction. Mizu, what, what are you, what are you thinking? Who, who are you backing? Well, since you guys did two anime villains, I'm gonna okay. go out the loop and pick a non-anime villain, and the person that I agree with is Victor Von Doom, also known as Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, spicy, spicy choice. Doom, huh? Spicy choice, he says. I was just saying, it's a spicy choice. <laughs> yes. The reason I picked him is for this issue alone. So for those who don't know, I am a huge fan of Black Panther. I've been a fan of him since I was a child. Yep. And the part I like about Doctor Doom is that technically you can't say that Doctor Doom is a villain. Because no. his whole thing is that he wants to protect the world. Like Madara, he wants to protect the world. Mm-hmm. And he wants to do that by controlling it. And he thinks that if he is in charge, the world will prosper. The world will be better. And the part that makes this his belief damning is that he met the Panther God. And the Panther God is the main deity of Wakanda. Yeah. And the people don't know that um, the Panther God, Bass, also judges souls. In there, Doom meets the Panther God and he tells the Panther God his whole spiel. Like, hey, this is what I want to do. I have I invented time travel and I went to many different versions of time. Yeah. And all those versions of Earth are destroyed except for one. And that one, I am the ruler of Earth. Huh. And he tells him, look, look through your godly vision and tell me that I'm wrong. And the Panther oh, God went through his, the Panther God looked through it and realized that Victor was right. He was right, like, oh my God, he is right. He's the only one. Earth does prosper. When he is in charge, um, you see him, and plus in his version, like if you can hear his version, it's pretty freaking cool. Like he's he advanced um Earth techn- technologically to a, uh-huh. a crazy point that not only does Earth Earth rules all the solar system, our whole entire solar system is controlled by Earth. He turned the Guardians of the Galaxy into a galactic police force of their own. Like Victor was making money moves that it was okay. just amazing. Okay, so what and, you're saying, your 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 argument here is largely based off infrastructure. Yes, yeah, so you okay. say you <laughs> galactic want, you infrastructure. To, so you guys want to so like I said, modern wants the he wants to make a better world, and he thinks that doing that is by putting everybody into a matrix like dream state. Yeah, yeah. He um Zephy is talking about how Earth is fucked up uh-huh. and does need to be destroyed mm-hmm. in order to balance things out. Well, you're saying believes in a better Earth, and he just thinks that if you just follow me. Things would just be a lot better. All and right. plus, with the, speaking of the Panther God, after he said that, the Panther Doctor Doom got the Panther God's blessing, and Black Panther couldn't touch him. Black Panther couldn't be mad. He's like he was frustrated, but he had to listen to Doom because the Panther God blessed him. So he got diplomatic immunity from a Panther God. 
I missed that. I missed I missed that comic book. That's <laughs> awesome. All right, Jose, who are you backing? Who's your horse in this race? Oh, baby, I'm about to ruffle up some big old feathers right oh, now. Oh boy. I have I have two, right? I have two right now. I have one non-anime that we've all we all have our opinions on. It's Sub-Zero. Thanos. Oh, MCU okay. MCU bad. Thanos, I agree with. I agree with MCU Thanos. I do not oh, agree with the go. genocide. I do not agree with the genocide. Oh, I, I do both of I you. Thought, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I thought I thought that he I thought that he could have used the stones to either expand the universe or give more resources to the universe and like better right. divide uh the better divide the 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 the, the resources available. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like we know Thanos is obsessed with Lady Death, even though Deadpool's gonna <laughs> step right through that. Yeah. Uh so hey, Thanos is that my, but but my controversial pick is the magic marker himself, Frieza baby. Oh, I agree with Frieza. You agree with Frieza? Think about and think about it this way. Think about it this way. Think about this way. Because of Super. Because of Super. Because of Super. We know that if there's anything out of balance, the angels will go, okay, Beerus, go. Like they can't they can't get involved and Beerus would go destroy Frieza. And if he hadn't met Goku, he wouldn't have gone golden Frieza. So he wouldn't have been powerful enough to actually stand up to, to, to Beerus, who he also had fear for because of King Cold telling him, you don't stand up to two creatures in the entire universe, Beerus or Majin Buu, right? And if you think about it, the only reason that we like the Saiyans is because of plot armor, because Goku hit his damn head and became a hero. Thought, Here, there is a, and and, and, and the, the only Saiyans that are good are the ones that Goku raised in, in, in quotations. Screw them into the fire. Darwinism. Uh huh. That, yep. That's what I'm saying. Like Frieza. While I don't agree with like destruction of the entire like race, I'm like, bro, you, the Saiyans were essentially the Empire from Star Wars, bro. Like they're, they're I mean, bloop, snappy, snappy. You know. So I wanted to hear your opinions because I know that's right, very, right. very, very controversial. But Frieza was correct. You heard it here first. Zap, get him. Zap, get him. Look at the face. Look at the face. Uh, He's so ready. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. There, there, there might be some some points there. Okay, you know, but um, like I said, the uh, the methods of going <laughs> like like he turned like for sure, for sure, for sure, like 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 turning like you would say I would say like if you compare like what say it's to the um to the empire, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the empire, yeah, true, true, to the true. empire, right? So it's like I guess I guess Frieza would be the new order then. I guess I guess Frieza big would facts, be like the, big facts. I guess Frieza would be like the new order then, and then yeah. only if the new order made the uh, the the previous empire slaves. I know it's crazy. So, I know it's crazy. So I, I get what you're I get what you're coming from. It's yeah. just I, I can't like fully subscribe to it, but I definitely I definitely understand. You know what? No, you know what? I'm going to oh, agree God. with Jose on this. We got to convert it. Oh, oh, <laughs> After giving it some thought, at first I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie, I was flabbergasted. But yeah. after giving it some thought, some wheels started ticking off in my head. I'm like, hold on, because if you remember, Frieza said, and before that too, um, even uh-huh. King Vegeta said that without a leader, the Sands kind of have no direction, and yeah. they just kill off um whole species of people left and right. They're parasites, and um, and I was just like, yeah, that is crazy. And of course, granted, Frieza didn't make it no better by making them virtually slaves to yep. do things across the you know the universe but at least you can say he gave them direction he basically took he took their anger their power and the general zod, it somewhere. 
and directed it General I can't yeah. get off this train. I can't I, get I, off I, this train. And you made a good point with Jose. What you made a good point. Like, Goku only became a good guy because he, he got his, he hit his head so hard that I guess his Saiyan nature just disappeared. And plus, all the good Saiyans that we know are children that he raised, minus Vegeta. But mind you, it took Vegeta a hot minute to get to be a good guy. Like, yeah. it took him a even hot Trunks. minute to, like, yeah. be... And even right now, he still shows his Saiyan nature of being like aggressive and you know yeah. trying to um granted he's become you know father dad number one the same nature's still there so yeah and I, I'm still not 100% on board but I get what he <laughs> I don't know if I can come out pro extermination here um listen after seeing what the Viltrumites are doing to universes I could understand that living in a universe with a parasitic incredibly powerful being race would be terrifying but I don't know if but, I can, but, Bardock, but, but Bardock, I mean, come on, but. we watched Bardock try his hardest to stop a Frieza beam, and, and a whole a whole race just went, got deleted. Listen, I, I don't hate the take. I don't hate the take at all. I understand how there could be converters on this, but I can't back you. I can't follow you okay, into this one, Jose. I, I bet. I, I, I totally get it. I knew it was going to be controversial because I know, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, the only reason that I would have made the take is because of watching Super. Mm-hmm. Because that's we know the context of how the universes work, right? Because the, yeah. the angels and, 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 and the destroyers and the destroyers, they're like Thanos, right? They keep balance or they're trying to keep balance in the universe, right? Uh, mm-hmm. but they're a little bit more uh uh what do you say, like less selfish about it. Like they're like, okay, if something is happening that we need to solve, like right now, okay, let's fix it with a snap of our fingers. Yeah. Um, and that's why I was I was thinking like in every way that I think about it, Frieza will not become like unstoppable because he needs Goku to do that. He needs to def- be defeated for the first time in order to do that. So if there is no Goku, Frieza will eventually just like get stopped by Beerus because he's yeah. afraid of Beerus. So oh, like, yeah, and, and like, I don't know. It makes sense. The other one that I was thinking of was uh, Mr. Freeze, maybe. Um, maybe Mr. Freeze from from DC. Say, same vein of Zeth, you know, stop global yeah. warming. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Oh, and Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy to, to that effect as well. Yeah. Uh, yep. But yeah, like, I, I just I just knew it. I was like, dude, if, could you imagine if, like, Frieza would have, like, gotten, like, just gotten bored of, like, destroying planets and be like, okay, like, I'm, I guess I'm going to try to destroy Beerus and Beerus wakes up for a nap, from a little nap. It's like, okay, Hakai, bye. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Frieza, Frieza unionized is what you're saying. I gotcha. All right. All right, cool. We've all we've all come and, and shown our inner workings. I don't want to work. Zeph wants oh. the planet to survive. Yeah, go ahead, Zeph. I got one more mission. I got one okay. more mission. Gore the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher? Got Gore the I God agree Butcher. I agree with essentially, that. Yep. Okay. Sorry, so, I'm gonna so need essentially, to on this one. Gore's whole thing is God's suck. Because when when his character started out, like he was praying to them. Yeah. Pretty much, he's he's Kratos. Pretty much, yeah. so like when he started out, he was praying to gods. His planet was like barren; like people were dying off and whatnot. And like he's like, where like where are these gods? Like what the hell? Like what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you know, Null and um some dude that had the the, the uni power at the time were fighting. And then this this one guy asks him for help. It's like they're asking me for help after I've been praying to you like Look for around. how long now? Yeah, like my wife died. My child died. My people are almost gone. Mm-hmm. You're asking me for help? Yeah. So, yeah. So, essentially, I kind of agree. Because if you think about it in Marvel, 
the only two guys, active gods you see like actively helping their people are okay. Thor and Hercules. Oh, yeah. Like Thor, I would say Thor and Hercules. Oh, I'd say uh, Odin oh, only yeah, really gets I was going to say Odin maybe, but like, nah. Or Zeus. Zeus or Zeus maybe, but uh, I'd say, oh, I, I would say Odin only really gets involved if it was like, if it was like clearly his fault. Yeah. Or if it's like a mess he's just trying to clean up. Not necessarily for the good of the people, mm-hmm. more like for like self preservation. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what was kind of cool about the Snyder Cut is we got to see the old gods. We saw Hercules, we saw Ares. Um, obviously, we're talking we're talking Marvel, not DC. But like, but like, yeah, I mean, we got to see we got to see some of the gods in there. But yeah, no, I, I understand where you're coming from. Also, like, I mean, I guess we're talking people like Kratos. Kratos is a good one as well, but he's not a bad guy. He's the, he's he's the protagonist. Bad guy for the gods though. If, you, if you're if you're one of the gods, he is he is as bad as it gets. All yeah. right. So we've all we've all this is our in our safe place. We've all dumped all of our contents on. Now we got winners and losers. And boys, I I hope you don't mind if I go first because my winner this week is is bromances, brotherhood. All right. Tokyo Tokyo Revengers has created, and this is an anime I've been keeping up with, it's probably like the number one seasonal anime right now, has created the best bromance outside of like Kilawa and Gone in a while. Straight up adorable. Mikey and Kraken, for those of you who are watching it, is the cutest bromance I've ever seen. If you're not watching it and you love bromances, like, I was I almost said Sasuke and Naruto. That's not a fucking bromance. That is a toxic relationship. Uh, Kilawa and Gone, um, Vegeta and Goku is not a bromance either. I, I, if you like Kilawa and Gon, uh, I guess Zoro and Trunk, Trunks and Trunks and Goten. Trunks, Trunks and Goten. And Goten. 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 Anyone who's ever done a fusion. So if you love bromances, then this is the show for you. And then my loser of the week is Vivi of the Fluoride Eyes. Took a real step back this week. Real step back. Vivi lost her memory. There was like a kind of a recap video episode. It was weird. It was really weird. I'm not going to drop it. I'm going to keep going. But it's just it's it's a real punch in the gut with an anime that you're rooting for, a show you're rooting for. Just has that one episode where you're like, what were we doing? What were we doing here? But yeah, Zeph, do you have winners and losers for us? Okay. Um, winners, I definitely have to say the uh, there's this new X-Men event coming up in the comics called the Hellfire Gala. Okay. And some of the like the just the cleanest X-Men designs really? I have ever seen. What what's the artist's name? I think it was Russell Dot. Dodderman, mm-hmm. Russell Dodderman, dude, yeah. he absolutely killed it. Especially Storm's design. Oh my god, like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, dude. Like they look so bad. Absolute... Halle Berry is what you're telling me. Oh, way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying they look as as as, as I've never seen the X Men look this clean before. It's just, oh yeah, I, I, I really like. Is this designs. like Mohawk? Is it like Mohawk Storm? Is it oh like... no, no, it's like uh, she got. I don't know. She has like the long, you know, obviously the long white. Okay. Hair. It's like this golden crown, like this. White Power Ranger, Ooh, I'm like thing. Oh man, it just it looks. You got you got to look up the designs. They, this, they look absolutely phenomenal. Like that's definitely my one of the week. Oh, they they, 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 they released uh, I think the last few designs uh-huh. um, out this week, and they look. Oh my god, just, um, Miss uh, mm. Mystique looks sick. She's got like the feathers and all that. Yep, Mystique looks yep. incredible. <laughs> I understand what you're talking about. Storm looks dope. Storm does look exactly. dope. She's got the told, white flowing Doesn't she? Big gold, like, like, um, what is the, got, pal, Paulders? Paulders. I, I, I had to Shoulder go back. Pad, I call them like, so, 
Yeah, oh, I had to go back to World of Warcraft there for a second. <laughs> Dude, that looks sick. All right, and your loser? Loser, uh, I'm just going to dunk on WB further since you've been doing it all podcast. I almost, I almost um, took it too. I took it. I, I wanted to leave that for someone else. I almost said Warner Brothers. I'm going to dunk on WB further because literally um, right before, it was like, like an hour before I hopped on. Uh-huh. Uh, it just I saw this. I was just scrolling on Twitter. And it said the whole thing between Josh Whedon and Gal, um, Gal Gadot telling her, telling him, telling her that I'm going to ruin your career on the Justice League set and whatnot. And them not addressing that at all. I mean, oh. look, further else, I just, Jesus I don't, Christ. this company is just, I, I don't know. She's man. keeping the M, she's keeping the DCU afloat. She's, I mean, was Wonder Woman 84 hot garbage? Yes. But like, she and Aquaman are the only two things keeping your <laughs> entire universe together, Joss. Get it For together. Real. All right. That's so funny. You wouldn't expect the Aquaman film to be the one that <laughs> is keeping us afloat. Like the you most would expect White Coast character in the DCU. Exactly. That's like the last thing you would think like. Batman, at least. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, listen. Uh, I mean, Aquaman? <laughs> Robert Pattinson. I mean, Robert Pattinson's Batman movie's coming out. We got another trailer uh, for it recently. It looks, looks pretty cool. It looks, he looks, he looks good, is all I'm going to say. I liked Ben Affleck as an older Batman, but I can't say I'm not excited. I'm a big Batman <laughs> stan, though, so I'll oh, watch it yeah, and other people will hate it and I'll still love it. Okay, Mizu, you got, you got winners and losers? Yes, so my winner will honestly have to be um team class one yeah for the recent episode because i know for a fact they're gonna win because the thing about it, they got shoto on their disgusting. team and they got ida and people yeah. sleep on ida but they got two people who would kill it and i'm not gonna lie Top five here i'll be surprised if they lost that battle yeah um and i'm just and not gonna lie part of me is just looking again looking forward to the tailboy getting beat up because Ojiro just, just, yeah. uh, just needs yeah. to get a little rude awakening for some reason. And mind you, he's done, he's done nothing wrong. I just want to see this dude with this useless, to me, useless yeah. quirk. A body part is not a quirk. I'm sorry. That's a mutation. And, like, I just want to see this useless quirk show how useless is it, like, yeah. useless it is. Because um, Ayama did the same thing. His navel laser didn't help at all. Like, they're showing, like, useless quirks are getting exposed. Yes. Um, my loser, which I can't go into too much detail, my loser has to be Kafka from Kaiju Number Eight, because something oh, big no. has happened. From Jose, if you're watching, um, something big has happened Uh-oh. to Kafka oh, that Jose. Just, like I don't know la, how la, they're going to react to it, but I hope he's okay. We hope he's okay. <laughs> All right, Jose. Jose just stopped deafening. Okay, he missed it. We're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, you're good. You're good. All right, Jose. We're slowly, we're slowly losing Jose into the. I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. The biggest, the biggest and foremost one is like us fans and Disney at the same time. Disney's just absolutely killing it. Yeah. Uh, I saw that they're starting to cast the Percy Jackson series, so I'm super excited about that. I'm a huge Percy Jackson fan, so that's one. The Bad Batch was a massive success. They did everything they needed to do. Yeah. Bad Batch started like the the animated Disney universe, I guess. <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars, and it did amazing. Um, I also think, damn man, like we're we're gonna have so much content for like in the coming months. Like we got, yeah, we are. Uh, like Loki, Black Widow. We got the new reveals for the movies. We got Fantastic Four. Uh, like confirm or at least that. And I, mm-hmm. I want I I wanted to talk about like the Spider Man stuff because I know that like some people uh, like don't like we're we're really 
confused by the way Andrew Garfield was addressing the question of like, oh, I'm, I didn't get a call. And then he's like, yeah, I never I never take off the possibility of playing Spider-Man again. And I'm wait, like, wait, what was what was the Spider-Man stuff? So so you had, y'all didn't see it? Oh, no, bro, a- Andrew, Andrew Garfield was in a pot in an interview and they said, like, be, like, be, like, we're, we're doing like they basically told it, like, be honest, exclusive right now. Uh, are you going to be in Spider-Man Far From Home? Because like all of your villains, like all of your villains are there. Yeah. Uh, Tobey Maguire's villains are there. Are, mm. are there like what's happening? And he said, I never got a call. He said, he said, I never got the call. But then in another interview, he said, I never put off the possibility of playing Spider-Man again. And I'm like, homie, uh, Ottawa, like he's saying the DMs bro, are Otto, open. Ottawa, yeah, audio, Otto Octavius is like confirmed. Like Toby Maguire is in it. Like, <laughs> like I don't yeah. know, I don't know how you can deny it any longer, my friend. So, so uh, that, that's it. Uh, the last winner of the week is the Weeb Weekly for having an amazing guest. Yeah, wanted a guest, and we, what an amazing Talking guest we got. For a while. We're all big fans of you. We're all big fans of like each other too. So like. This is a win for Thank weebs you, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, man. My, bi- Thank my you. biggest losers of the week. My biggest losers of the week. One, people who want representation in their comics, right? Uh, Wonder Brothers did did Superman of all people, super dirty. Uh, yep. And and since they started with the Man of Steel, I gain less and less hope of getting one of my favorite characters, which is Static Shock, getting like a a, a good a, a adaptation, yep. and that that absolutely sucks on my book. Uh, and the last loser of the week, damn crosshairs, bro. Crosshair, crosshairs. crosshair lost his whole squad, bro. That's like not, not even. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know, bro. I don't even mm. know. He 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 got a hit marker because well, he did get a promotion, but he lost his entire like squad. So I would I say don't he's think he liked him that right. much to begin with. If we're being honest. I don't, I don't think. I think I mean, hey, listen, I would love to see the the electrified trash can make it to the big screen. That would be. I don't think they have a Static Shock TV show. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, no, not like the animated one, like a like a like a live action Static oh, Shock TV show. Oh, uh, uh, oh, or am I thinking? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Black, Black Lightning? Lightning. I'm thinking Black Lightning. That's what it is. <laughs> Swing and a miss on my end, but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That would be incredible to see Static Shock. That's a thing. Warner Brothers. There's many, many, many good characters in the DCU of color. Use them. Just use them, write their stories. Marvel is doing such a good job with it. Black Panther was important. The Turtles is coming out. We're getting the representation we need. We're not having Scarlett Johansson play Ghost in a Shell. We're doing it correctly. Okay, so thank well, we, you. What? Yeah. What, 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 what I was, what was going to say is like, uh, since we're having a petition to get, not give Warner Brothers the rights to anything else, stay away from Black Sands Entertainment, please. Just yes. give it to Disney. Yeah. Take take your long way home, Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, please. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just uh, actually, yeah, Warner Brothers, if you're listening, Black Sands doesn't exist. It doesn't have an app. Please don't download it, okay? Don't don't look into it. Uh, but, but yeah. All right, guys. I think that is, unless we got any closing points, anything we want to say before we run? I want to go ahead and say thank you again for Zeph. Zeph popping in. We appreciate you being here. Uh, oh, we... th- oh, thank you for having me, man. I really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, seriously, this was this was fun. This was really fun. It was a lot of fun. We got to do it again sometime. And oh, Zeph, you want to plug sure. your socials? People, I think um, you got to know Zeph, guys. Come on. Uh, follow me at Zephy.underscore on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. I got Zephy on YouTube. It's my gaming channel. And then the Zephy Who Laughs is my comic book channel. It's where I, you know, I go into depth and I can talk about more stuff longer than the 
three or one minute video. Yeah. And then just Zeb Tyrus on Twitch. And that's about it. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. And I'm Nixie Comedy on TikTok, NC Hammer 23 on YouTube and Twitch. Mizu. I'm Mizu Shogun on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube as well. And lastly, Jose, who's slowly disappearing into the background. Yeah, I was in a family function, so it didn't, the, the sun did not like me that much. But yeah, Tropical Joe, wherever you can find me, I'm Tropical Joe, the Tropical Joe, however you want to write it, I will be there for your viewing pleasure. Awesome, guys. Thank you for checking in for another week of Weeb Weekly. Please make sure you give us a five-star review for if you really hate it, because let's be real, who's doing it better than us? Number one leisure podcast of the Trinidad and Tobago. That's right. I got an email about it. So Trinidad and Tobago, who's ever listening out there, thank you very much. We will check in with you guys next week. Until then, bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.